Hey, it's David Andrew and in this podcast episode, I wanted to talk about whether to create something new or something better. Now, if your story is anything like mine, you've encountered a situation where you've put a release out into the world, you worked really hard at it, and what came back to you was feedback and constructive criticism and possibly even critique, maybe even some unwarranted hate. Well, my first album certainly got critiqued. One of the things that got back to me is my friend shared it with a studio owner that he knew. He said, the drums are off time and the vocals aren't that great. That kind of hurt. And my friend asked me, what do you want to do with this? Well, I didn't really have an adequate answer. What followed was a series of shows that I booked. It was really hard trying to find venues and places to perform. So I'd perform maybe once or twice a month do CD signings, continue to share about the new CD. But that's about it. That's about as far as I got. Now, looking back, I would have had a great answer for him, which is, it's there to document my journey. You don't get good at recording in the studio if you don't do it many times, and if you don't do it regularly. Heading back into the studio after months or years of not doing anything is really tough because you have to get back into the groove of it. You have to get used to playing to a metronome or playing to a beat and singing on pitch, especially if you haven't been practicing and haven't been working on those things the whole time. So really to me, that whole thing was documenting my journey. And I would have just left it at that, to be honest. If I had today's mindset, I pretty much would have said, that's it. And I'm going to put more time and energy and effort into my next album, which is going to be better. And here's the thing. My vocals started improving within two years, and it's been a long time since then. I've improved a lot since that point even. So just because you can't prove yourself with your first release or even second release doesn't mean that you can't make a comeback that will blow people away. So how does this tie into making something new or making something better? Well, many of us feel attached to our original creations, our first couple of releases, our first few releases. We feel like, yes, indeed, they could be better. And what would it look like? How would it be different if I went back into the studio and recorded today? What sort of things would I do arrangement wise? And how much better would my performances be? How much more time and effort in it would I put into capturing incredible performances. Now, I'm a big, big believer in repurposing music whenever and wherever you can. It's not really worth doing with 80% of your music, but 20% of your music generally gets most of the plays, most of the lessons. People enjoy those songs more than the other 80% by a massive margin. So those 20% of the songs it's worth creating new versions, whether it's an updated version, a remix, acoustic version, electric version, jazz version, blues version, reggae version, acoustic version, whatever it might be, it can be worth doing updated versions of old songs or old releases. This in the marketing world is what we would call an improvement offer. And an improvement offer is just that. It's taking something that's already available, but making it a better product. But here's the issue. Improvement offers may do well, but they're not going to do as well as something that's brand new. People are always excited to see something that's new. They come to your website predicting or anticipating something brand new. This is really the power of content in general. 
people will just feast endlessly on content. In the past, I've had a lot of people come to my website, hundreds of people per day, and do almost nothing while they're on the website. It's like, why did you come in the first place? They just came to read an article or watch a video or listen to a podcast episode and then kind of make up their mind about, mm, I don't know whether I want to follow this guy or maybe I'll follow this guy or yeah, I don't see any point in coming back to this. I got what I needed whatever the case might be. So that's the thing about content. It may feel like an endless content hamster wheel, but given the choice, people aren't gonna take something better, they're gonna take something new. They get excited about new things, they want new things. So even though the temptation is going to be to fix those miscarriages, the things that you've given birth to that weren't quite as good as you once hoped they would be and to polish them. And polishing is an incredible skill to gain as a musician and so is editing. It is still better for you to focus on your next release, your new release, and continue to come out with new things before you worry about looking back on the past and wondering how it could have been better and why it should have been better. Not everyone is going to do everything perfectly. It may appear as though everybody that's a professional musician or a major label musician has a spotless history and that's just simply not the case. Everybody's made mistakes, everybody's had really bad songs, everybody's had really bad recordings, and probably the vast majority of those tracks you will just never hear they will sit in the archives somewhere so don't dedicate too much energy to the past of course it's worth doing 10th anniversary and 20th anniversary and 30th anniversary editions if your original release was popular enough to warrant it but otherwise we should always be looking forward always be working on something new because something new is going to be received better by your audience than something better Thanks for listening. The opening theme, closing theme, and closing segment ambient music was created by Brian Bob Young. If other music was used in this episode, it's credited in the show notes at musicentrepreneurhq.com. Please leave us a rating and review in iTunes to help us spread the word about the show. 